Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello. It's Kinsey Presnell here with you, and I am super excited that you're joining me today for episode number 24 of Kindle and Kerosene. Before we jump into anything, I want to ask you to please jump on over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast, and just do two really, really quick things for me. Number one, hit subscribe. That way you'll be the first to know when a new episode launches. But more importantly, number two, just leave a very quick review on either one of those platforms or both if you listen on both. Uh, Your reviews are really what helps this podcast show up in various searches. So I'd really, really appreciate you taking not even five minutes to do those two things for me. Anyway, moving on to today's episode... I've talked briefly about this topic before, and it's actually kind of a piggyback off of last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to last week, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to Running on E uh, because it definitely ties in well to this one. But over the last couple of weeks, Josh and I have had multiple conversations about this, both with each other as well as members in the gym. It's this idea that more is better. More is better want to get in better shape, do more workouts, want a better relationship with your kids, spend more time with them, want to be more productive, work more, want to lose weight, restrict more, want more traction on social media, create more content. It's like if you want to do better or be better at anything, just do more, right? It's like, you know, this idea of more is better, honestly, I think it's been ingrained in many of us for as long as we can remember. From the time we're little, and I find myself actually doing this with my kids, and I've tried so hard to like rein it in and and change, but it's like study more, work more, be more, do more, 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 more. What if like more isn't always better? Right, Blaze, he absolutely, he's our 11-year-old son, he's in sixth grade, but he despises like all things that have to do with studying in school, so it's like... You know, he has a spelling test every week, and so he tells us, you know, I've studied, I studied, I studied, I spent like, I spent like 30 minutes, Mom, studying. I'm like, okay, you know, well, let's see how we did. And it, he's inevitably, he gets like 15 wrong out of 25 or something when we go over it. And it, it's like the time doesn't exactly equate to better, right? Maybe we could have studied for 10 minutes and been really intentional in how he studied versus wasting 30 minutes. Like, I don't know, he probably just looked at the paper for 30 minutes. I have no idea what he was doing. But like, what if more isn't always better? What if better is better? Right? It's an idea that deep down, I really do think most of us understand. And I really think want to incorporate into our daily lives. Right? If we can do less but do it better it makes sense it makes sense on some level but our actions rarely reflect better and most of the time default to more so most of my chat today is going to be built around this mindset when it comes to working out since that's the conversation that josh and i have had over and over and over lately 
And I'll touch on a few other areas such as relationships, but this idea honestly applies to absolutely anything in your life. So even if you don't need to like deal with more is better when it comes to workouts, I would bet that there is at least one area where you fall into this trap. So apply it to whatever area fits you best. Heck, it even could apply to sleep. Right? Some people want to lay in the bed for 12 hours to say they got 12 hours of sleep when, you know, how much really good sleep, quality sleep did we get? More isn't always better. I believe that more often than not, we start to fall into this more, more, more trap. It's not because, like, we just want to be a slave to life. It's not that we want to fill every hour of every day. It's just like everything. It starts very small. And then it snowballs into just who we are and what we do. Right? We start working out and we see some results. Why not add a few more workouts? Why not? Because then the results might come a little bit faster. We start eating better and maybe restrict sweets. The weight starts to move and we like what we see, so why not restrict a little bit more? Why not tighten down a little bit more? We decide to put in an extra few hours at the office and the boss notices. Right? We got some recognition. So why not work more hours and see what happens? All of this is a roundabout way to say that many times we fall into the trap of doing more because deep down, we want to shortcut the process. Right? We want things to happen faster. And we think more, doing more, will get us to where we want to go faster. But what happens when we start to focus on more, 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 and we're just doing more and we're constantly like spinning our wheels what it feels like? As we do more, a lot of times we start to just go through the motions and check the box instead of being intentional with what we're doing. So two workouts a day is better than one, right? Two hours with your kids is better than 30 minutes, right? 40 pieces of content is better than 10, right? I don't really think so. I think that every time we start to get this desire to do more, we have to ask ourselves, is this sustainable? Is this sustainable? Can I continue at the pace that I'm on? Can I see myself doing this year after year after year? What is the purpose of what I'm doing? Am I able to do what I'm doing and still be present in the moment? And yes, I understand that there will be seasons that are more full and demanding than others. But for me, that question of sustainability has to always be at the back of my mind. I constantly have to be asking myself, like, Kinsey, can you continue? Right? Like, can you hold this pace? And if the answer is no, I have to start looking at what needs to change. What needs to change? Guys, we're humans, right? We're not machines. We can only push for so long at this insane speed before we're forced to stop. I talked about this last week. And again, if you didn't catch last week's episode, it's called Running on E. Go right on back. It was just last week, and I would listen 100%. But more isn't always better. Like, we aren't machines. There has to be this rhythm of work, rest, recover, work, rest, recover. 
push, throttle back, push, throttle back, right? If you work out too much, if that more, more, more happens and you start working out too much, that might mean risking injury. If you work too much, it might mean burnout. If you do too much, it might mean you do a lot, but you don't do anything really well. If you just count the hours you spend with your kids instead of the moments that you spend with them, that quality time often turns into the sad moment I see at restaurants all the time, right? Everyone's quote unquote sitting together, but they're worlds away from each other, right? It's not all about quantity. It's about quality. After we dig into the question of whether or not what we're doing is sustainable, we have to ask ourselves like what the end game is. What is the end game, right? Why are we doing more? When it comes to workouts, why are you pulling two-a-days and taking no off days? Is it because you're training for a big event? Is it because you're getting paid for what you're doing and you're trying to compete at a different level? Like, why are you doing more? At work, are you trying to hustle to start your own business? With the relationships, are you just trying to please everyone? Like, we have to ask ourselves, what is the end game? Like, what are we doing all of this more for? And then we have to ask ourselves, what if we focused on better? Again, it's the old theory of quality over quantity. I cleaned up my closet long ago, and I'm always reminded of this principle as I begin to clean out the things that I purchased that were like cheaper versions of the items that I love. Right? They were on sales. So I had to have them. They were going to be great. And for example, most, most of my clothes in my closet are workout clothes. I don't go very many places where I have to actually get dressed. But, you know, for example, my workout drawer is full of leggings that were more affordable, but like they didn't really last. Right? They were okay. Like they fit okay. And so I kept them because they were cheap. And like, why not have another pair of leggings? But for the love, like why can't I just spend the extra money once, buy the quality brand that I know I love, that always fits, and then just have a few leggings that fit great, that like there's no fail. I have, you know, my black, my blue, my gray, my green, like done. So simple, yet again, it's easy to fall into that trap of let me just buy a couple of more. I need more. And in that search for more, we often sacrifice quality. And within a few months, we end up with this big bag of stuff that we rarely wore We have to take it to Goodwill, right? I have a bag sitting in my garage literally right now that I have to do that with. Full of just stuff that was on sale because I needed a new pair of pattern leggings or whatever it was. I'm going to try this brand. I'm going to try it even though I know what I like. I'm going to try it because it's like $15 cheaper. And then I could buy two for the price of one, whatever. Right? I can count on one hand the number of high-end pieces that I've ever donated whether it be jeans or bags or workout clothes, whatever it is. Like those items, yes, they were more expensive, but they've always lasted, right? They wash well, they fit well. But those pieces I grabbed because they were cheap so that I could have three for the price of one good piece, those are the ones that I always end up having to clean out. I hope you're following me here. Like quality beats quantity, When it comes to workouts, most of us are going to get very little out of multiple workouts a day. Yet I see it all the time. 
like I work out, you know, I do two a days, a couple days, a couple times a week. And then I always work out Monday through Saturday, Monday through Sunday. Like I don't, my off days really aren't, can't be off days because I don't feel good when I have an off day. So, you know, it has to be like some kind of movement. So I like run or bike or whatever. I mean, like we are pushing the pedal so hard. And please note that I'm talking to the general population here. If you're a competitive athlete and you're getting paid for your performance, I am not talking to you, right? But if you're like a working mom like me who is simply trying to be healthy, to look good, to feel good, and to improve your performance, I think we really have to look at this whole workout thing as a longevity thing, not how fast can I build muscle, not how fast can I get a skill, not how fast can I lose some weight, Right here, the same two questions simply worded in a different way, right? Is this sustainable and what is the end game? So obviously for me, I do, I love to work out. It's my stress relief. It's my outlet. It's my job, right? I really enjoy it and I'm passionate about it. It doesn't feel like a chore for me. It's easy for me to look around and think of all of the things that I want to learn or work on or get caught in the mindset of more, Another lifting session, right? A few drill sessions after class, an extra gymnastic skills session, some conditioning, because, you know, they're not technically workouts, right? They're just like little bitty things that I'm working on. That's what my mind is thinking, right? It sounds a bit crazy, but I've been in that place. I've been in that place of more, more, more. Like the two-a-day thing, that's really not my jam. I don't struggle with like thinking I need to work out twice a day. But it would take a lot for me not to work out six days a week. And often, like in the past, what would happen is I would find myself feeling slightly guilty. Like I had planned maybe an off day on a Wednesday, whatever it is. So maybe on Thursday when I go back into the gym, I start feeling guilty because I didn't come in a little bit early and do a little bit extra. Maybe some sprints or maybe I didn't stay after class to work on some barbell drills because I had a rest day, right? Yes, the day before. And that's sick and twisted, but that's like... If I'm going to be 100% honest, like my mind would go there a lot of times. This more, more, more. And a lot of times it's not just about the number of workouts, like the sheer number. It's the thought that I had to lift more. Like, oh man, I better do more than I did last week. Or I want to make sure I'm lifting like one of the heavier lifters in the class. Or I better move faster or simply just push a little bit more every single workout. It's like looking at every workout like it's a competition instead of finding the purpose in the workout and then taking what your body will give you, right? This is like a cycle, and honestly, I've been there for a long time, but I've struggled over the last few months with some injuries, and it's really forced me to take a hard look at how I work out because for me right now, more isn't an option. Like it's just straight up not an option. If you've been listening for a bit, you probably know this, but I pulled my bicep in October. And so it was uh, really a pain, if you will. Like it was really hard and mentally I struggled really hard to deal with it because I was being forced to sit back and I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. Well, I finally began to heal toward the beginning of this year and I was finally able to do some pulling and heavier lifting for the first time in a few months. And then about four weeks ago, I had a a partial dislocation at my SC joint. So in other words, my collarbone was sticking out like a solid inch or two off my chest. And it was like, 
what in the world is going on? And, you know, nothing specific caused it. It was just kind of like a um, snowball effect of everything that I had been dealing with on that arm and shoulder over the last few months. And it was painful and honestly prevented just about any upper body movement for a few weeks. I'm not sure if you've ever had to deal with a shoulder or a bicep, but they're involved in like a lot of movements, like a lot. So the more, more, more mindset wasn't going to work. I couldn't just bury myself in more workouts or more load. I had to focus on better. Like you can only do so many squats, right? And like so much biking, I couldn't row at the time. Like I was overrunning. It's like more wasn't an option anymore. I had to focus on better. So now with every single workout that I do, there is a specific purpose. Like there is an intention behind every movement, every program, every single time I step in to work out. It's mapped out, right? Every single, not only is the workout done with intention, but every movement is done with specific intention because the end game is rehabbing my left arm, shoulder, collarbone, whatever, while still feeling like I'm getting a great workout and continuing to make progress in my overall fitness. It's a different approach, a completely different approach. But it's working, and I won't say that I always like am in love with it, but it, it's working, and I can see it working. It's a painfully slow process. Like, it is slow, but it's a sustainable process. My end game is the same, but I think I was really forced like through this whole thing to define it. Right? I'm an almost 40-year-old mom. Right? Who wants to be strong and be an example of what it means to be healthy. That wants to move well and feel good and look better at 40 than I did at 30. Right? Like, that's my end game. So I have to really think about it and be honest with like, what, what is going to take me there and be sustainable along the way? You know, maybe I'll do a local competition again one day for fun or sign up for a long trail race again. But those will be things that I'll do like literally just for fun or for a season. And they won't take my focus off of better. Like I said, this stuff applies to every area of your life. I know that for me, time with my kids has always been an area where I feel like I fall short. Like I've just constantly always felt like that because I have always been a working mom and I've just always felt like this pull to spend more time with my kids. Like, oh, there's a babysitter here a lot. Or, you know, they get dropped off somewhere. Or we have to have help taking them to places that they need to go. But again, more isn't always better. Right? When my kids rather me spend three hours worth with them where I'm distracted or on my phone. But like, I'm there. I'm spending time with them. Or would they be happier with 45 minutes of uninterrupted time? where my sole purpose and focus is on spending time with them. Like I'm all in versus like I'm in for like five minutes and then I, oh, hold on, I got to go do something. Hold on, let me answer this email. Hold on, you know, like that's how I constantly feel sometimes if I'm spending just, I'm trying to spend time with them and do everything else instead of just really focusing on them. Same thing with our spouses, Right, sure, we're spending time in the same room a lot, but what does it look like? Are we watching TV or surfing the internet? Are we just like in the same room but totally separate or are we actually spending time together? 
And what if we carved out one evening for quality time with no phones, no distraction, and just meaningful conversation? It's easy to think that we're doing the right thing because we spend a lot of quote-unquote time with our kids or our spouse. But so often, at least for me, that time isn't exactly quality time. When I focus on the quality of time instead of the quantity of time, I find that my relationships are strengthened. Any relationship. And that focus on quality, it just helps me because I'm not, I don't find that I'm putting myself under constant pressure to spend every waking minute with my kids. Right? The reason I've always struggled with that is because for much of that time, I'd be annoyed I would be like, I'm going to stay home tonight or I'm not going to go to work or I'm going to work from home or whatever it is. And even on vacations, sometimes I would find myself doing this, but I would be annoyed that I wasn't doing what I needed to do and I'd start multitasking and working and then they'd interrupt me and then the cycle would just continue. So that quote unquote time that I was spending wasn't really building any relationship with them. When I focus on the quality of our time together, They can know that when we do spend time together, that they're going to get all of me, not just part of me, not the distracted me, not the working me. They're going to get all of me. Now, let's be honest, right? My kids are 11 and 12. They really only want a short amount of dedicated time with me anyway. And then they're ready to go hang out with their friends or play something else or do something else or, you know, like I'm no longer cool after that short amount of time. This whole thing is a work in process for sure. But for me, it's so easy to get distracted. Just like even if I'm intending on, you know, okay, this is going to be uninterrupted time. All I'm going to do is focus on my kids. It is so easy for me to get distracted. But it's something that I'm really, really working on. And I would encourage you to think about this whole more versus better thing in your relationships as well. As you look at more, take a look at your calendar. What could you eliminate so that you do less, but you do it better? What could you eliminate so that you do less, but you do it better? That is always such a great question for me. Asking myself, where am I filled with busyness? Because deep down, we feel that if we do more, we'll be more productive. I talked a few weeks ago about having a long to-do list versus the right to-do list. What if you took on fewer projects, but you did them better? What if volunteering, instead of volunteering for every event, you volunteered for a few things, but you gave those things your all? What if instead of doing everything, you did a few things great? What if instead of putting out 20 okay pieces of content every single month, you put out five or 10 really, really great pieces? This whole idea, it feels super weird at first, but as you find your groove, I think that you'll find that you make more progress and you're less stressed and you feel less pressure and you can focus more on making the most out of each and every day. I'd love for you to do an inventory this week of where you find yourself defaulting to more. Take a look at your time and where you're spending it and think about like, Is this actual quality time that I'm doing or am I just kind of going through the motions? Like am I sitting down at my computer with an intention to do whatever the task is and do it well? Or am I trying to 
do what I need to do, answer emails, open my phone for text, uh, tell my kids to hold on. It's just like all of these things. Right? How are we spending our time? What does it look like? In the area where you find yourself defaulting to more, how could you change your mindset in that area to focus on better? I encourage you to define, like specifically define, what does better look like in that area? Ask yourself, where are you sacrificing quality for quantity? What does quality even look like for you? I think sometimes we don't even know. That's why we default to more because we don't even know what quality looks like. We've never spent the time to define it. So I think these are such important questions to be asking ourselves. Guys, we're not going to make an impact and experience positive changes in our lives if we just keep checking more boxes. Going through the motions isn't going to move you forward. Not long term. Doing things with intention and purpose are going to propel you forward. So guys, let's be better. Let's be better. That is what I've got for y'all today. I did keep it pretty short and sweet, didn't I? But go have an awesome week. If there is anything that you need from me, I am here to help. If you are local, please come on in to the FF Training Center and let us show you around. Let us meet you. Come try a class. You can come for a week for free. If you're stuck at home and you need like a killer workout program that you can do at home, our FOF Remote program is freaking phenomenal. So it is 29 bucks a month and you get five workouts every single week. And they are like, it's not more. They're all pretty short. So you can just focus on better when it comes to your workout, one workout, five days a week, already programmed and done for you. But guys, let us know what you need. We're here for you, however we can help you. I'll talk to you guys next week. But in the meantime, let's just be better. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day. 